Welcome to our space. This is A to Z Hoops Coaching with me, Coach Terry Canova. And this is absolutely our space. As all coaches know, we is always greater than me. I'm going to share nuggets from my 30 plus years of glorious, crazy, and insane sideline pacing. All the fun and all the joy of doing what we do. Together in this podcast, we're going to leave no stones unturned. We're going to talk about everything from parent relationships to promoting your program and heck, even the end of the year banquet. But because this is our podcast, your input is essential. So please don't hesitate to reach out and always share it with your buddies. And well, of course, let's like the episode. These episodes are going to be short and to the point. I want to produce a podcast that you can listen to as you fix your coffee in the morning or drive into work. So they're going to be short and sweet, easy to digest, and a lot of ideas in small bites. So let's get started with this week's episode. Welcome, 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 welcome to episode three of our podcast. You know, first off, before we get started, I want to thank everybody who listened to our first official episode, which is technically episode two on a coach-parent relationship. I I, I really got some wonderful feedback. You know, we've got uh, over 70 downloads in four different countries already in less than a week, and it's just amazing. I thought this would benefit a lot of younger high school coaches, but I was really floored by the number of college coaches who reached out. I had Coach Terry Fowler at South Alabama reach out, Coach Christy Curry, the head coach at Alabama, Coach Brooks Donald Williams at UL Monroe, the head coach there, Coach Chad Pruitt, who is on the men's staff at Auburn University, Chester Nichols at Wichita State, and Coach Mike Pittman at Northwestern Louisiana. Thanks all of you guys for reaching out and giving some wonderful, wonderful feedback. This week's topic... A friend of mine suggested uh, Coach Trent Powell. Trent's the brand-new coach at Atlanta Girls School in Atlanta, Georgia. He's going to do a great job there and get the program rolling. And he wanted to talk about creating a championship culture. Now, before we get started, I love quotes. And and as coaches, you know, we steal quotes from all over the place. And so, uh, you know, I'll I'll say a lot of quotes. And if I don't give credit where credit is due, it's just because I'm old And I've got 30 years of quotes around from 100 different sources. So if I use one of your quotes, don't hesitate to reach out and uh, remind me, and I'd be happy to give you a shout-out. But I think this quote goes hand-in-hand with with this week's episode. Uh, and And it says, Culture drives expectations and beliefs. Expectations and beliefs drive behaviors. Behaviors drive habits, and habits create the future. I'll say that one more time. Culture drives expectations and beliefs. Expectations and belief drives behaviors. Behaviors drive habits, and habits create the future. I think that's perfect for this week's episode. You know, I I think before we we talk about what I I call the pillars of creating a championship uh, program um, or championship culture, 
I, I think you got to think about a couple things. You know, obviously, you got to talk about goals. Does your team, do you have a team motto? Uh, like, for instance, a couple years ago, one of our Final Four teams, uh, our motto was, was earn it. We had these business cards made that said earn it on it. And, and so, you know, anytime someone did something outstanding, we, we, we basically, you know, gave them one of those laminated cards that said earn it. Uh, this year's motto is expect more and do more. You know, we made it to the uh, Elite Eight this year, got real close. We bumped off the number one team in the state. Uh, and so our goal is, is, to, is to do more this year, to go further. And so to do more, you, you uh, I mean, to expect more, you've got to have to do more. And so uh, that's this year's motto. So you, you want to have some type of motto or slogan to kind of have the kids grab a hold of. And I think that helps when, when, you, when you're trying to build that championship culture. Another little thing, and I say it's a little thing, I think, you know, all little things are important if you're going to be a championship team, a championship culture, is I dress up for every game. I, I don't wear a tie every game, but, but I dress up. I wear a jacket and slacks for every game. And, uh, you know, it, it's one of those things. With our program, we want to project a championship. Uh, type image. And so, so I think those things are important. Um, now, when we talk about championship culture, I think there's five pillars. And, and now before I talk about the five pillars, let me say this. Academics has to be stressed in your situation. Now, I'm a little bit spoiled, whereas I've never in 16 years at my school have I had to worry about academics. We've got a great academic support. And so that's something that I don't have to concern myself with, but it's got to be important in your program. And so don't think I'm, I'm uh, pushing it to the side at all. It's just I'm fortunate that it's not something we have to deal with at our place. Here's the five pillars that, that, that I would like to talk about. Number one is authentic leadership. Number two is aligned goals. Number three, shared ownership. Four, comfortable being uncomfortable. And five, sustainability. So let's talk about authentic leadership. And I will go and give you a a little spoiler. Our next episode, we will deal more in authentic leadership. So, but a little bit about authentic leadership. First of all, a little bit about our our situation at UMS and me. Authentic leadership has to come from you. It has to come from the head coach. And I've been 16 seasons at my school. We win about 22 wins a year. And I think the thing more than anything that makes that special is the fact that less than 1% of my students or players have any desire to play on the next level. I think it's if, if, we, if we average it out, it's 0.006% of my players end up playing in college. Now, hopefully that'll change, but right now that's, that's kind of the way it is. So I think more than anything, people say, well, 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 what's one thing that you can say that attributes to you guys' success? And, and the thing that I say more than anything else is at my school, we value women's basketball, or I value women's basketball, just as much as football coaches value football. And, and that might seem silly, but I promise you, that's not the case at every place. Basketball is important. Women's basketball is important. My athletic director hired me because he wanted to have a great women's basketball program. And so that's that's the kind of the standard that, that we try and take there. As a coach, you've got to evolve, put in the time to be an authentic leader. 
Now, again, we'll touch more on this in the next episode, but let me point out a few important people. The, the people that really helped me turn the corner as a coach, Joshua Metcalf, John Gordon, and John Maxwell. Those three people I just, uh, I've, I've, I've come to appreciate and learn and, and just extraordinary motivators, leaders, and people that you can learn and help build your team culture from. Um, now, I'm going to add a fourth. Most recently, I discovered someone by the name of Rob Dial. And Rob Dial is literally the reason we're having this conversation right now. Because listening to his podcast, he helped put me over the edge and decide, hey, let's do it. Let's create this podcast. And so, again, Joshua Metcalf, John Gordon, John Maxwell, amazing, amazing people that you can learn from and help build culture. And again, recently, Rob Dial. Number two, aligned goals. I think the coach, the coaching staff, the administration, the board, and the players, you all must have aligned goals. You got to be on the same page. I think if you're at a school and your administration does not care if you win, if they just want you to play everybody and be happy and sing Kumbaya, you're going to have a hard time developing a championship culture. So all goals have to be aligned. At our school, our administration, they want championship programs in every sport. We share athletes, we cheer for one another, and our goals are aligned from the top down. And so that is absolutely important that you have aligned goals. Next, shared ownership. Have your players share in the ownership of your program. The people around campus share in the ownership of your program. Let your players help in a decision-making process. It's got to be shared. They got to feel like they have a part in it. Perfect example for us. I've got a junior that I wanted to get involved a little bit. So, I, so I, I've, got, I've got two freshmen who are going to be really, really good, and they're multiple sport athletes. And so one of them had trouble or didn't make one of our skill workouts. And so instead of me ranting and raving and jumping around going cuckoo or bonkers, I went up to my junior. I said, hey, what I need you to do, I said, these two girls have a lot on their plate I said, but they can absolutely make it work. They can, be at the, they can be at our skill workout. I said, I want you. You're in charge. You make sure you get them there. And th- these, these two freshmen haven't, haven't missed since. And, and so it's, it's, it's a number of things, but, but it's, it's part of being that, that shared ownership. I gave my junior a mission, and I, and I think a lot of times when you got players doing those type of things, I, I, think, I think sometimes those freshmen probably appreciate that more because, you know, one of their teammates is, 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 you know, putting in that extra time and effort and spending that time with them saying, come on, guys, you know, we, we really, really need you at, at skill workouts. You know, and, and so it, it's just uh, it, it's a win-win for everybody. And so shared ownership is extremely important. The next a pillar is comfortable being uncomfortable. I think that is 
necessity because you will absolutely positively face adversity at some point in your season. It is going to happen. It might happen every week or every day of the week sometimes. It's going to happen. So you got to get your players comfortable with being uncomfortable. Give them doses of adversity throughout the year. Manufacture adversity if you have to, but they got to get to the point where they can handle it. A wonderful book that, that can help a little bit with this is, is called Toughness by Jay Billis. An amazing book. Talks about handling adversity and just players being tougher. Uh, outstanding. I'd highly recommend it. Also, I believe in something called the growth mindset. The growth mindset says that everything that happens to you is in your own best interest. You learn from every loss or misfortune. I think it's important that your players have a growth mindset and you as a leader have a growth mindset. I can't tell you how often we tell our players we find something, some type of lesson, some type of loss, some type of failure, and we talk to them about how we can take this and learn from it. Another great book, that, that I would highly recommend is by John Maxwell. It's called Sometimes You Win, Sometimes You Learn. And it is an outstanding book. And again, it, it, it'll help with your team in that adversity category and help them be comfortable being uncomfortable. Finally, the, the fifth pillar is sustainability. You know, since I've been at my school for 15 years, we've had one losing season. And, and in that one season, we, uh, we, we, we really improved down the stretch. We rallied toward the end of the year, and we made the playoffs. And so even though it was a losing season, at the end of the year, we felt good about ourselves, and we felt good about the future of our program. Um, to, to have sustainability, you've got to have a vision for the future. You've absolutely got to look at things in a microscope at times, and in a telescope and others. Um, again, going back to the story I just mentioned with, with the shared ownership and my junior, okay, those freshmen are probably just going to play a lot, of, mostly JV this year. But next year, they will absolutely need to help us. And then the following year, they're going to have to be integral parts of our program. And so, again, I could easily write them off and say, you know what, we won't really need them a lot this year, so just let them miss skill workouts or let them do whatever they got to do, and, and, and we'll worry about them next year when they're full-time varsity players. You're not helping yourself, and you're not helping your program sustain that uh, that commitment to excellence. And so, so it's important for sustainability that you have vision of the, the the future. You've got a plan for years to come. I've got a depth chart that goes four years out. I I, I literally have a depth chart that goes four years out. And, you know, it, it obviously evolves and changes, or you might have a player decide not to play the next year or whatever, and it'll change. But you've got to have a vision for the future. And so finally, in coaching, the profession, it's, it's kind of like Janet Jackson's song, What Have You Done For Me Lately? No one cares how good you were last year. All they care about is today. I mean, you can look at the current climate of, of big-name coaches Every day that are fired after having really good years. 
It's what have you done for me lately? And so you got to sustain success. So one more time, creating a championship culture, authentic leadership, aligned goals, shared ownership, comfortable being uncomfortable, and sustainability. And absolutely, academics is what drives all of those things. Stay tuned for the next episode. We'll dig deeper into that authentic leadership and talk more about some of these folks that that I think you can learn from or we can all continue to learn from. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next time. All right, guys, let's jump on over to our Facebook group, Hoops Coaching A to Z Podcast, and let's do a deep dive into this episode and all the others. Please like, please subscribe, and please give some nice reviews. Share with a friend, and let's do it again soon.